Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pink Tron. As we start off every episode, we will ask Craig Martin, what are you drinking? So I am drinking a Legion Lager, and uh, yeah, nice. the, it's the Jubilee. Perfect, yes. For those of our American brothers who aren't familiar, he's referring to the Queen's 70th anniversary of her coronation. I am. Lauren Cav, what are you drinking? Sean and I are drinking the same thing, a color of wine that apparently doesn't exist. This is a white. It, if you listen to conversations, you'll you'll get it. But James doesn't think red wine exists. So this white. is a doesn't think. Oh, yeah. James doesn't think white wine exists. Um, this is a Chardonnay, unoaked from one of our very good friends. It is a delicious white wine and very refreshing considering the heat. Uh, and might as well say what it is. The, uh, her, her label is called Statera and this one is the Imber. Uh, she grows it in uh, the Willamette Valley in Oregon. Nice. So for those of you listening at home, that's Sean Fogenberg who is also drinking the Statera unoaked Chardonnay, a nice refreshing cold drink. And how hot was it there today? Uh, turns out it was only like 105. Yeah, oh. only like 39, 40. Peanuts. Yeah, yeah, not. It not... was it, well. It was hot <laughs> enough uh, to take down uh, the town's uh, power grid uh, and leave about <laughs> half power for my house, which it turns out makes my house look like an episode of Stranger Things with all of the <laughs> lights flashing and sounds blaring, and yeah, it it. It was a little scary here this afternoon. One of us will post it to the comments thread for this episode because it's fun. I, I can confirm that Sean has shared this video and it is, um, <laughs> if that had happened in my house, I would have felt very uncomfortable with my life. <laughs> and this is Brent and I am drinking a grasshopper wheat ale from Big Rock Brewery, which is a local brewery here in Calgary, Alberta. I don't think we can quite call it a microbrew anymore. It's like huge now, but um, it is an independent brewery. Let's call it that. So. All right. So the event today was Heard Summer Racing League. I think that's usually we start off. Heard mm -hmm. Summer Racing League. It was three laps of Grand Central Circuit. Um, I have raced it today. I think Sean and Lauren are going to tack it on to some races tomorrow and get her done. Craig has decided to bypass this one. I actually, I'm not sure. Uh, oh, you might get in? Out of boy. Yeah, after watching that, I'm like, you know what? This might be fun. You know, I I think it is it is a fun course and it's kind of a fun race, especially with like the um kind of the sprint starting right away at the start. Yeah. The the only thing I'll say is it would be nice to have like a field of more than six of us. That would have made yeah. it a little more yeah. Well, and so part of the reason why I'm I'm saying it might be fun is I'm pretty sure that Sam and Matt Walton won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> In the B's. Yeah, yeah, that B field was crazy fast. I, I think they went faster than the A's. Like they were they did. smashing it. Yeah, oh, Matt wow. and Sam were faster than any of the A's up the KOM. Yeah, even the two jabronis who were doing the weird <laughs> stuff off the front. Uh yeah, no, the Matt wow. was Matt was yeah, 235 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And if you're crazy. interested in seeing how this went, watch the comps. That was uh, yeah, you can go time. back and watch. There's uh, uh Craig, you're you're wrong, but that's okay. Oh, what was it? Uh, so uh, 
the B's top time would have been what 36 36. Uh, and the oh, A's there. top time would be 34.07. Oh, the time's not correct. But the KOM times. Time? No, because James has a pro no. system yet. Got it. Okay. All right. All right. No, I, I was actually just talking with this, the KOM time. Okay. But, yeah. Mm. Uh, top A KOM time was 2.31, and the top so B close. was 2.35. Yeah. Ah, I was well, wrong. I mean, Walton, yeah. but, but, but those real, are real close. Yeah. He was second yeah. of anyone to, to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. wow. wow. Uh, and it's really impressive that uh, the two mats finished together because uh, on the climb, Walton was 23 seconds faster than DePratis. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, on the last climb, uh, less too. so. Yeah. And the, uh, well, uh, Sam sat up, um, and then, oh, the, yeah, th those two finished together. So that actually does kind of uh, give you, if you've got a group, that might actually give you some idea of uh, how you might race this, kind of pace your your efforts. It might pay to kind of leave something in the tank for the second and in particular third climb, rather than spending your whole your whole uh, bank account on on number one. Oh, great! Sit in there and yep, save your save your bullets for the next one. Unless it's unless it's for first, and you think you've got a chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did get oh. first on a sprint. I think. Ooh, nice! I did. I got first on the third sprint. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I guess let's let's describe the course. Right? That'd be great. oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's Grand Central Circuit. You um you come out of the pans, and within like a kilometer ish, a little over a kilometer, a mile, you do um the uphill New York Sprint. So you yeah. well, technically the, the sprint is downhill. I should say yeah. sorry. The, yeah. the sprint is downhill, but the lead in is uphill. So you yeah. you come across the bypass and you climb up a hill. That's I don't know. It's like a six percentish, four percentish climb for two, three hundred meters, Real and then sure. the road turns down, and the sprint line is kind of right as the road turns down. Yeah. So, and it's it, it's really funny because people are uh, have been doing so much throughout. So later on, the sprints, uh, the lead into the sprints get really slow. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting with me and the Mew rider. Because um, of course we were like both battling to see who could like not be in the lead out, um, and I, I mistimed it, especially the first lap, because um, I had a feather. And what I should have done was pop my feather on the climb and mm -hmm. smashed it and pulled away from him, and then gone through with speed. Because um, I think he had either arrow or or truck. But um, you know, it's that little positioning game you're trying to do before you get to the sprint. But the problem is if you know you got to kind of gauge whether you're the rider with the top power or not because yeah. it doesn't do any good to like stop to like zero and be in second position the guy smashes it away from you so that's kind of the game you're playing there it's good it's an interesting like sprint yeah. uh yeah so that that sprints at uh oh, so for the first lap sprint starts or sprint is at one and a half k uh and then starts wow. heading up 
onto the glass roads at 2.1K, 2.1, yep. 2.2. So it's basically yeah. immediately after. Brutal. Yeah, and so you start the climb and it's kind of interesting too there because of course what happens is you do about one, two, three ramps before you actually go through the KOM. So this is like, if you're listening to this, if we get this up in time before uh, Saturday, it is the second KOM line. Don't start going at the first KOM line because there was a number of people who started for sure ski racing at the first KOM line because it's super confusing because the it's the KOM reverse and you you go through KOM forward. So like all the like the little red banner comes up and the line is on the right side of the road. That is for the KOM forward direction. You turn, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So okay. wait till you go through the second red line. And then it's, it's, yeah, well, three minutes. I, this season, other guys are probably, there's probably like some fours in the season D's. Yeah. Right? So yes. it seems Close. like the average Close to times for the A's were, you know, three minutes plus or minus 30 seconds. Similar for the B's. Uh, the C's are like three and a half to four is in the four and a half range yeah yep but it is a um it is like a bit of a punch and recover climb right it, it does yep. ramp flat ramp flap so you definitely want to i mean i, I don't want to say like <laughs> coast but you know you really want to save your big pushes for the steeper punch, it is recover. and um yeah and there is like the end is a steep the probably i think the end is the steepest or maybe the second last one is the steepest anyway there's a really steep ramp at the end. It's about the, I think it's the fourth ramp, basically. You go up and then it does flatten out. And there is like a good 150 to 200 meter um, flat at the top before the the KOM line. So you can like basically that third, the second lap I was with Mew and I attacked on the climb and we both crested about even at the top and he hit a arrow and just was gone. Mm. <laughs> sprinted past me. So you got to be aware of that. Uh, so I was just looking at the earlier races, uh, the like 11 a.m. first race one mm-hmm. uh, to get a sense of how, how theirs went. And uh, surprisingly, uh, our uh, missing comrade, Chris Greenland, actually won this morning. What? Oh, you, yep. you guys didn't know that? I did not. Did not. Unreal. Way to go, Chris. No, and that's finalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those results are in. Oh, yeah. He's He won that. Wow. Did he do 3.2? <laughs> that's a great let's question. See, let's Pretty see. close, I think. <laughs> Gotta go back to... Uh, 3.3. Oh. Yeah, 2.3. Oh. Yep. So, I guess we gotta take away his cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a sandbagger chris amazing oh my goodness well that's and awesome he was in a big b field looking at the people who finished that race yeah. that's a larger oh yeah a larger much larger field well i mean look at his normalized power though yeah <laughs> yeah it's definitely smash and recover yeah very much smash and recover right yeah, and 33 you... that's a good field listen to conversations you know chris sprints and he still just looks the same so he's always looking good regardless and then (laughs) hydrating with his miller light and tequila after yeah so i mean that's you you do that so you come back down the the downside the descent there's lots of places to super tuck and recover you go a bit around there's a kind of a two climbs i think there's like a little six percenter on the oh yeah um yeah 
back yeah. on the course, and then you go across the bypass and then back into the climb before the sprint. Yep. And it's another, it looks like about two and a half K from the bottom of the descent to the sprint. Yep. Thereabouts. And the sprint is the lap banner. Like the yeah. sprint is the finish. Right, so these right. sprints count on the lead, the end of the lead in, the end of lap one, the end of lap two. Right. There's there's no points for time through the segment on at the finish line. It's just yep. finishing. So, yeah. so if you can attack and stay away the KOM on lap three, by all means have at it. If yeah. you if you are on that climb before the sprint and you can attack and pull away, have at it there too. Because that is a Oh. Uh, uh, for, like I'll tell you, Mark John on bullseye races, he murders that hill, and you can't yeah. barely catch him before you get back to the top of that thing. So that's a legit finishing tactic: is to just break everyone on that last hill and win it. There is actually another uh, potential way of making that work if if you're in one of the lower categories. It looked like uh, in the afternoon race today, race two. Uh, the B's, C's, and D's all came together at the beginning of the climb. Yep. Uh, and if you are huh. one of those lower categories and can hang on to one of those groups from the uh, categories above, uh, then you have people to basically pull you to the finish and keep you away from the chasing groups. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's not exactly this course, it had a, a longer stretch in between and the sprint was in the other direction. But when we did three laps of Lady Liberty, um, who it was the riders behind me, uh, two riders behind me hitched a ride with the bees mm -hmm. and caught me. I think it was right before the third climb. Um, and yeah, that was a, uh, that was interesting, but I kind of tried to time it so they had to hang on to the bees to that point, and I was recovered. So I'm just looking at these results. I'm even more impressed. Chris won that without winning a single premium. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> I know. I know. Sean went to the he went to the fastest times and all, and and yeah, good uh, job. Without Chris. getting a top three on yeah. a single premium. Any... Oh, I thought he had one second. But... Oh yeah, okay. Second on oh, yeah, uh, one yeah, of the yeah. climbs. One of the climbs. Yeah. But he must have just been super Killer. consistent on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Remarkable. Yeah. That's that's one of the fun things about HSRL. It's it's yeah. I um oh you talked about this on comms, but uh bike choice. Oh yeah. I yes. mean I, I rode Tron. Um I, I just there's so much descending and you gotta try and win sprints. And it's a downhill sprint, even though it's after the climb. So I just, I mean, I know full climber, if I was doing just for the KOM, I'd go, yeah, I can see the merit of going full climber, but there's so much other stuff. Like I think if you were in a group on a full climbing getup and, and you hit the descents and they try even a little, you could easily get dropped on the descent yep. on a full climbing getup. So uh, that was my rationale anyway. I mean, Boy. I'll let you guys chime in. No, I, I, that was pretty much the consensus i mean mac attack was uh was angling for the, for more of a climbing setup but uh i think everybody else was all for uh all for the tron depending on how punchy you are i could even see going a little more arrow um so i could see that for you know say 
Lauren writing in writing in Mixie. Yeah. Right. If but, you're confident that you are the best climber, then yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I don't see it. But I feel like I get enough grief that there's no way I would race <laughs> this in mixed C because because we oh, would all get you, you all would yeah. all of you and then Sean Varley would also pile on and so I don't need that I don't need that heat really. <laughs> so if I'm racing this, I'm gonna go in mixed B, even though I'll probably get crushed again. That's fine. But and you so won't. I'll probably go Tron. You really won't. Well, you, you can absolutely you can like especially on like a a four minute climb. Yeah, a three, uh, a three so and a half to four minute climb. After, you, you were right. fine. So I after, think the reason that she's saying this is that she will be doing this after Climbers Gambit. Yeah. Oh well, fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, which yeah. which is like what happened last week. But again, that's a that's a, a strategy a, for different things that we'll discuss at the end of the podcast. Yeah, there's a so difference to, to writing now. this, especially last week. Yeah. Uh, where the race itself was an hour twenty or so, mm-hmm. uh, and you know starts when when you've already ridden an hour 20 to start the race uh you know there's a different a different level of uh kick in your legs right yes i if i race this i will be racing it for reasons that don't necessarily involve winning yeah <laughs> so yeah so so probably tron unless you yeah have- tron is tron is very close to the fastest aero bikes, which it's yeah. it's just it's just really good. Or or to again because we're all well past this, but if you don't have the Tron yet, yes. whatever your best oh, all rounder yes. is. Yeah. So yeah. I want to yes. give like Canyon Arrowed with seven point eights or whatever. Yeah. Or this actually I, I'd say if you if you don't have the Tron yet, it's your best arrow in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh Okay. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I mean, if you don't yeah. have the Tron, it's kind of yeah. like whatever your best bike is because they're, yeah. it, I mean, the ones like the Benj and the Felt AR and Scott RC2 or whatever, they're yeah. all kind of light and narrow. Yeah. Um, what is it? The nuclear whatever? The uranium? U- the uranium or whatever. That That would be a good choice. That's relatively low level now, I think. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of the 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 low level DT Swiss wheels, the DT Swiss 62s or something like 6. that. 6.2s, yeah. 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 Those are, I, I think those wheels are a bit underrated because uh, they're not, they're no. yep. light and narrow. It's, it's interesting when we have, I actually kind of liked it for the Omnium when I had to think about bike choice and, and actually make choices that didn't involve the Tron or a wheel uh, choice. Yeah. Or, this is, uh, I mean, maybe not maybe just a quick conversation that is not an around the horn, but uh, I've seen some people who are, who have said like, yeah, Tron was cool when it first got introduced and like, it was like a relatively uh, rare thing to be able to get it. Now everyone's just riding Trons. Uh, might be interesting to be able to do some races where you just like limit that you can't ride a Tron yeah, like they did for the Premier League. Um, that was a thing. Yeah, well, I mean, that was just a rule. It wasn't, they didn't have the option to limit it yeah. in the game. Like, put it, I, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Tron, and I guess if they had any other fantasy bikes, you could, you know, you, you could ban those too. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I can see that. 
It, it wouldn't stop me from entering a race. Like if there was a race that's no. neutrons, no. I'd be in it. Wouldn't bother me for a second. And and then it it gives a little bit more strategy in terms of like what do I actually ride? Right. I feel like most of the time we're just saying yeah, Pinktron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's just so it's just so arrow and light like yeah. compared to everything else like it's it's not quite as light as the light is it's not quite as arrow as the most arrow but it is the lightest most arrow bike combined although yeah. i don't know y'all from some of from some of the chats a pink tron with the new herd racing kit it clashes oh it's it's <laughs> not the best look honestly <laughs> i had it today i couldn't i couldn't figure out what else to put on there fast yeah. enough so yeah. i was like all right pink tron it is i kept my pink helmet on and that was not too bad <laughs> anna anna russell will um castigate folks probably because she's the fashion police of swift but mm. yeah all right moving on <laughs> The next uh, race. Do we, do we, are we going to talk a bit Let's about, talk next, about week next week at all? Just oh, so that, oh, right. in case people don't listen to next week's before, because I just, I don't know. Is there any strategy for next week? No, no there's, uh, no, uh, strat- there's okay, no strategy okay. for next week. The strategy is don't show up. Next, no, the strategy next, is drink beer. Next week for HSRL, for those who aren't following this continuing conversation that we've been having, HSRL oh. next week is... 100 kilometers of Bologna, which I think involves going up the the climb six it's six six times. Uh, the though, uh, James James did say at some point a while, back. a while ago that he might make it easier on people. I don't know whether that means like one k less, right, right, or what? Two, because two because when he gives a uh a challenge like this let's just call it a challenge mm-hmm. when he is being maximum sadist mm-hmm. uh <laughs> he likes to uh be a masochist himself mm-hmm. he likes to hurt himself along with everyone else and was saying like well i don't think i'll be able to do this one so if i don't do it yeah. then yeah so so we'll see what it actually ends up with but that is your hsrl next week hopefully the- that's not the 10th race you need if it is Go have fun. It's going to be great. The segment is the entire Bologna TT course. So that that whole mm-hmm. 8K, I, I believe know. it is. No, you know what? I, still I think haven't... it's Scratch, isn't it? I Yeah, I, I think oh. uh, James doesn't think that that will work because of yeah. where the yes. banner is. I, yep. I think that the there is no segment. It's just win. Okay. It's... <laughs> he can't do it like from the start. <laughs> to the to the thing because the yeah the way it's set up you can't do it from like start to top and then back down and then again oh gosh so for for any of you who for some reason want to do this think it's a fun idea but don't care about racing it at on the saturday we're calling it the chris greenland memorial fondo (laughs) at at 12 12 uh p.m Pacific, Pacific time. So so yes, we're focused on uh California, California, because it's gonna be super fun. So um, just for, that's that's it? 3 p.m. Eastern yep. and 8 p.m. Yep. BST. Yeah. So. Yep. So yeah, good luck if you want to start riding hundred kilometers at 8 p.m. BST because our plan is to go slow. Oh, we're just chilling. <laughs> and and Isn't so far the, no, no, we're doing Saturday. Saturday. Because it's going to oh, take Saturday. so yeah. long, Brent, that there's no, we can't do it on I got Friday. It. I got it. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be Saturday. 
So if Grace anyone five. wants to join us, oh, thanks, Craig. Race five. It'll be me, Chris, and Sean are the only ones so far who have that we know are doing it. <laughs> and We're probably joining the B pen, but like probably. I might, I might start with the C's and like let you guys catch me. I could still start with the C's because, well, that would be fun to actually ride with Chris at three point two for a bit. So yeah. maybe I'll do that. We'll see. But um, yeah, we're not racing it. We'll probably be on a silly bike, like a Buffalo bike. And I also do not promise to finish it. I promise to drink beer and start the ride, but I don't promise to actually complete it. I'm, I'm probably gonna do several bike changes. Bikes, so that's actually going to be a really interesting conversation. Like how many times do you bike swap next week? Oh. <laughs> People, uh, I, for those at home, people are legitimately considering this. I, I, I don't think you do. So no. I, so yeah. you don't bike swap <laughs> until you're dropped. Right. And then you mm. switch to the Buffalo bike. Mm. <laughs> Is it heavy enough to make up the arrow loss? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so yeah, we're, we're, as James said earlier on conversations, don't listen to us. We're talking about silly things. Yes. Um, the legitimate strategy for racing this. That, that's a bright uh, question. Hold on. Yeah. So I would say go climbing bike, stay in the draft across the flat, stick on to whoever's the most ridiculous climber uh, up as best you can and just try and hang on the one thing i'd say is is don't forget that like it's a hundred kilometer race mm -hmm, so yeah. if if you're in a especially a b or c a is a bit of a different ball game given the sort of sky's the limit nature of yeah. the a field but if you're in a b or c race and you see someone popping off at 5.0 yeah. on the first climb and you're in the group and you're like working hard but comfortable in the group don't chase that person. Yep. Like let actually, them go. It'll come back. It's a hundred kilometers. Yeah. Like there's no reason to be trying to break people on climb one, probably climb two, maybe uh, climb three. I would say anything before climb five is crazy. Yes. I, like honestly, yeah. the six. you should be talking to everyone that you can mm -hmm. to say let's keep this group together as long as we can and as big as we can yep yeah 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 i would think given the incline and the strength of the various cyclists like you're gonna see bodies all over the road off the back you're gonna see a's for sure riding up into the oh, c's my. and maybe low b's and you can see every depending category. on the size of the field yeah yep. you might ride up into the well and it's only five minutes gas place. right yeah yes yeah. Assuming that it is kept the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which which means that by the end of the first lap, uh, <laughs> A's will be catching people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Depending on the only thing I would categorize, oh, they'll definitely be catching C's and D's. I don't know if they'll be catching B's because of group size. Like, yes. The, yeah. If yeah. the B's hang yeah. together, it's going to be tough because I like the two races we've already had on this race, they had like five and six people in them. Right. Like, what do we think the A field is going to be on next weekend? You, like, it's others? just you. It'll yeah. just be, yeah, it'll be Brent, Brent only. <laughs> Brian and race three. Uh, yeah. So, um, 
you know, that it's going to be a little tough to solo away and catch yeah. up to the B group. Unless I should say we should is... get Tatum to do it, but I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Tatum, don't no. do this race. I think yeah. the, the way that this actually uh, ends up with a big A field is if it gets advertised because this is essentially a fun road race yeah 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 that's true i, I just and, it's one thing to get well, a bunch it's of people a bit of a, do. It, it's it's different it's a challenge there's all yes. there is a there there is a you know that that subculture on on zwift the zwift forums and so uh, where i want a longer harder race with more climbing here like, you go guys to be uh, to be fair, broadly, I am interested in doing longer races and trying to do longer races on Zwift. This isn't going to be one of them. I'm going to do this as a lark because it seems fun to not race it. But but longer term, a a longer race in Zwift is something I'm probably trying to target. But probably not ones that are three plus hours. Uh yeah yeah no I I don't know that I'm ready for that. Yeah to race. I don't remember the last time I did a hundred. Hey, on Zwift, honestly. I do. Anyway, I think I've done it about once. Anyway, she does the, it regularly. I do not usually all as one event, but I yeah. So that's what's up for next week yeah. on HSRL. <laughs> Have Moving fun. Moving on. Well, and then well, so <laughs> just to uh, to to wrap up at HSRL, that on. is the end of HSRL. There are yes. there yeah. will be another series starting the next week. Um, we do not have courses announced yet. Nope. Um, James is cagey. Give oh, give James some time, y'all. He's getting a lot, a lot of messages. And... No, I, definitely. I may... If you're if you're frustrated oh, no, that you don't no, have no, the no, courses no. yet, oh, definitely no. DM him or message him <laughs> oh, on Facebook. No. <laughs> do not. Although this podcast is probably going out to herd folks only, and herd folks aren't the ones who are bothering him. So no. <laughs> mostly. No. Well, so I, I, I will say I. Yeah, and, and I, I may have made some suggestions. Um, oh. this, this may or may not have been helpful. So, <laughs> yeah, and uh, also the other thing that we've gotten from comms uh, from from Mac Attack is be prepared for a dirt presence and potential dirt, um, you know, tactics. And yeah, just look out for all the dirt riders. Uh, They're going to be doing some. And stuff. I believe we 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 named it for him. It's now Operation Fuzzy Bear. <laughs> Yep. Yep. This will be uh, the dumb stuff trademark. I have. I. I actually have a quick question that that may turn into our oh, like, no. a quick around the horn. Uh, <laughs> if if it were up to you, what would be the dumb race, the dumb final race for the next season? Oh. Oh, just a second. <laughs> I already My... wrote this. I already wrote this down. I mean, my immediate thing is is uh, twice Didn't you up. You put Ben's Bigfoot house. Hills. Uh, you're, you're, I did have Bigfoot Hills in start, there. I don't think no, that was my last one. Start at the new pens at the top of Ben Top. Go down, and then you have to go up twice. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> That's like that a twenty-four was... hour race. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be like. 30 laps of sprinters playground every sprint <laughs> segment for points so i uh, yeah. so i actually um, did i went with big foothills as the uh, as the final race um i mean we used we had that it wasn't the final race it was week one or two uh what last is, year i think what so what's what bigfoot hills is uh which which climbs 
So you start with um, Titans Reverse, then Zwift KOM forward, or so Hilly Forwards, then Volcano Climb, then... Oh, shoot. Mm. Okay, then Titans <laughs> Reverse again. Gosh, what? Then... It's Titans Forward. Zwift KOM. Oh, okay. Titans okay, Forward. Okay, no right. KOM. Yeah. Forward is the longer one. Yes. Titans. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I think that Titans my reverse, hilly reverse. suggestion would be uh, railways and rooftops just over and over oh. and over again for some <laughs> Oh, student. stop it. Anyway, so uh, I, I act in my suggestion uh, that, that I sent to James, it did have big foothills as the final race, but I did have one other big race in there. And as a for Ben Poynton, it was the uh, the new route of Eastern Eight because Ben has been asking for huh. uh, Fuego Fat Flats Reverse as a, an HSRL oh, uh, Prime yeah, for yeah. two years. Oh. Wow, and James has an F. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. a well. There's not a, many courses that do it, so no. It's the long and it's. I like think that's the, the only one. Flat. It's the longest flat segment anywhere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, but Bigfoot Hills. The description. Oh my God! Looking at the little mini map of it on Zwift Insider, the description is: This longer route is perfect for a two uh, around two hour free ride. It includes five different KOM sections of short to medium length. <laughs> Woo. Fuego flats reverses 7.1 kilometers. Oh, yeah. it's it's insane. Um, yeah, no, it's you know, it's two laps. Insane. You know, a two so, laps of Eastern Eight as the crazy one would be actually not like it would be crazy, but not as dumb because uh, well, it's flat, so you can stay yeah. together. Well, uh, yeah, uh, but you're you're talking about 105 kilometers. True. Yeah. <laughs> With. Double with Titans forward and Titans reverse, but yeah, yeah. But wow. you're doing, yeah. That's the thing, though, is you're covering those hundred kilometers most of the time. You'll be doing forty-three kilometers an hour. Not I mean, yeah, like definitely. Bologna where you do half of it at <laughs> yeah five. Definitely, I'm gonna be posting the conversations from earlier, and one of the tags is gonna be James's great ideas, which I think we're dipping into here. Oh, great! So <laughs> love it. <laughs> all right oh, so moving on all right all right what else, is, what else is in the herd this week i think that's so in the herd this cover. week we climbers have gambit. climbers gambit which is epic, epic KOM, KOM reverse. reverse yes which is the steep short side right yep the the yes. one where yep. you don't do the rollers at the top yep yep the direction that most people don't do um, it's an interesting, I actually really like this one back when I was starting to do longer yeah. segment training. Um, this is one I would go up. It's, I think it's fun. Um, I it's, think this is a better, fun. this is, I think that the route's better backwards, honestly. I um, would agree. This is one of the ones that, uh, ZRL should, uh, consider in one of their early races, because it's one of the few places where you might get a 20 minute effort. No, we did Epic Reverse. Yeah, like, but it was ago. yeah, and it was late in the. <laughs> Craig says nope. Oh, no. I see what you're saying. It's under 20 minutes for bees. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Oh, okay. I was gonna say I would hope to be for me under 20 minutes. 
Yes. Yeah. 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 But, but be you're a mixed B. You're yeah. a mixed B as a no, climber. No, no. Easily. But, as a climber, yes. But doing 18 and a half or whatever <laughs> minutes plus uh, the yeah, plus yeah, your yeah. minute and a half of like lead into it, you still might get a bunch of upgrades. Yeah. Probably not. Well, I yeah. mean, and that and then a bunch of upgrades depending on the old classification system right. yes you're right if if we get if it goes to uh the critical power category yep. um then yeah, yes enforcement. Yeah. absolutely yeah uh yeah so that one's just get on a get on a climbing bike and go for the the route for that how long does it take before the kom shows up is one of the what things is the right was wondering yeah so um, that's i think you go where's the course I think it's uh, Mountain Route Reverse. Or no, it's not Mountain Re no. Route Reverse. Um, no, it's... I don't know what course we're using. Why does it Climber's Gambit is what it says. Oh, to okay. Be. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so it's a quite a. It's um. You're gonna it's... go through the sprint. It's like ten kilometers almost when i looked at it it was a decently well, long way before you actually get to the climb because you sprint you... and you do um titans first yep yeah so this is actually going to be interesting especially for me who is considering doing hsrl after this i'm not actually sure i'm going to be able to do yeah yeah we're not going to be able to do the whole we're not. the whole thing in an hour. There's no way. No. Like, there's no. no way I'll be able to finish that in an hour. Well. So, yep. Yeah. So this this is for anyone who has been doing Climbers Gambit the uh, the series as a series. Uh, keep in mind how long this is going to take you and how long it's going to take for you to get to that KOM. Yep. It is like twenty kilometers yep. before you get the KOM. Yep. Yeah. Yep, because the whole route is 30 kilometers. Uh, it's actually about, it's almost 22 yeah. kilometers before you hit the KOM. Yeah. Yes. So, so actually for the type of training that I'm going to do, I won't be doing HSRL at noon yeah. on Saturday my time. You there's, will not. There's no way. Yeah. Um, because, and for me, so depending on how you're focusing your efforts, I'm focusing on Climber's Gambit, the series. So I'll be doing that and focusing on that. So if I do so HSRL, you know what you it'll should, be a five. You know what you should do after that? What, Craig? Spend a bunch of time with one of James's new friends. The Alp uh, pay spots. Well, I didn't mean the Alp pay spots, but oh. one of the new one of the new pay spots. Yes. Yeah, that's probably what I would. would or uh, what's her name? Anne Cattiel. <laughs> I mean, or or just go see what you can do on the Alp. You've you still never yeah. uh, done oh, a sub gosh. sub hour that you are that that you're confident in. All right, this is a herd uh, racing league podcast. It's not a call out Lauren podcast. So let's continue <laughs> on from this to to the herd goats. of mountain goats, yes. which is uh, Surrey Hills with a Ooh. Keith Hill Summit finish. Fun. Uh, which is the fourth climb. So it's Fox, Leaf, Box, Ooh. Keith. Yes. And you skipped the last box. Yeah. What? Isn't there like a fake, a fake out box? Yes. Well, yeah, so, so it's the, the fake so, out box. You do the fake out box. Uh -huh. Right. That's So it's Fox, Leaf, Box, Keith is the order that things come on the Surrey Hills 
yeah. uh, course, gotcha. but on that third climb is just not one that you go through the segment. Yeah. yeah. And at Keith, Keith Summit, this is a summit finish. All of them are. Yeah. Yes. No, there's a, there's, if you do the full route, you go back down the other side, right. or down leaves, and, do and then Fox back up again. Fox again. Fox. Oh, Fox, sorry. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we did that one in, uh, in, uh, CRL, and I have a, I have a vendetta against it. I kind of want to do it again. <laughs> it's an interesting course. That'll be a fun race. one for Mountain Yeah. Race. I liked it. I, um, I was dropped by somebody through their effective and my ineffective use of anvils. So <laughs> I, I, I was frustrated. Oh, power-ups. That yes. also happened to me on Surrey Hills that year. Yeah. Season. Uh, that yeah. one, I I really, really am frustrated about how that race went for me. <laughs> I think I ended up in like seventh or something. But on the, on the descent from the final class. So in the seas, you didn't finish the whole thing. Right. Uh, yes. It was a finish on the descent of Keith. Yeah. Yes. And there was someone who was that. about 10 to 15 seconds ahead of me going down that descent. And I chased him. And if you, that, that descent does a, like, it's going down and then there's like a little climb and then it descends yep. again. Yep. And I actually caught him sprinting up that little climb and then dropped my chain. Oh, I had I had caught and passed him, and as you're like cresting and start going down, I dropped my chain trying to shift back up, and he just rode away again. Oh, oh, oh. that's painful. <laughs> Ouch! That is painful. Yeah, so. that that was a race when I was barely a women's B, and I was racing. One of the people in that race was Molly Van Helling. Oof. Yeah, no, I was not. It's not a great one for me. Uh, okay. Stampede. Or Stampede. where are we Stampede putting series and Heres? Tuesday. After. All right, Stampede, Stampede first. Stampede is 10 kilometers on RGV, so it's just the flat stuff. Maybe a bit yep. of rolly stuff. I, yep. I have no, I can't give you any landmark. I have no freaking <laughs> clue where the 10Ks of RGV is, except for there's flat rolly stuff, and that's all you got to worry about. Hey, how about you guess where that ends? <laughs> Brent, you're good at this. Uh, Sean's going to check for you. God. I've got it open, but uh, 10k <laughs> of RGV puts you. It's before the Pave Sprint, so you're in a wow. Bunch of trees. Bingo. Yep. Yep. Brent for the win. It yep. is the. It's this is all the out outside of Tempest Fugit. This might be the flattest 10k you can get on Swift. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's very flat for a very long time. It's almost flatter than Tempest Fugit because you go you. To do 10k, you go through the uh, the oasis. Yeah, yeah, but RGV has a little bit of it's got little things, tiny, yeah. tiny little. But yeah, go to Zwift Insider, look at the route. It's it's, it's flat. It's just flat. Hold, be flat. Just hold your uh, what is it? Hold 10K? your watch. 10k. Yeah. Yep. So push it. Yeah, hold hold what you can do for 15 minutes or so. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Let's do bullseye before we go to Sherry's and Harry's because we want to have a slightly longer conversation with the next Sherry's and Harry's race. Sure. So then yeah. we get into bullseye, which is eight laps of LaGuardia loop. LaGuardia. Is that the forward sprint or the backward sprint? I can never remember. <laughs> I think that one's the same direction as HSRL was today, but I don't the know. The downhill sprint? I think We're it's the downhill sprint. 
I think it's the downhill yeah. sprint. Yeah, it's yeah. uphill in but downhill sprint. So yeah. the okay. difference being, of course, it's bullseye. So it's not time through. So yep. there will be attacks on the hill every lap, hundred percent. Yep, it's way fun. And it's eight. Eight it is I, actually. I this is one of my favorite Woo. bullseye courses because of that. Nice. Like it, it is, is amazing. Tactical, but you know, you time it. I mean, you can do all kinds of fun stuff. You can try and even shake people before you get to that hill a little bit. Uh, well, honestly, oh, like a, breakaways and even you can get shaken. And if you work, you it's possible to come back on yep. in New York. It's wow. it, it's great. And how many laps did you say? So it's two and two point eight k. It's eight laps. Eight laps. Cool. Yep. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yep. And I will say that, that that correction of pronunciation is for Mike from Zone 18. It's LaGuardia. LaGuardia. Sorry, pardon Mike. Me. <laughs> LaGuardia. Pardon me, Mike. <laughs> LaGuardia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go into Shiri's. Shiri's and Harry's. Yes. Is it the same for Shiri's and Harry's? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, every right. week is going to be the same for those two races. Cool. And it is the three kilometer pursuit. Uh, 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 uh. So it's basically a three kilometer individual time trial on Tempest Fugit. Um, yes. Get uh, on your fastest TT bike. Yep. Yes. Fastest setup. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, if you've only done the pursuit in the Omnium, it will be different than that because that was you were stuck on a bike. And yes. you were not using the time trial module. Yep. So you were, yeah. you had to sprint out of the pens to get up to speed and yep. all that. This is really is just find your power and hold it for, uh, and, and it turns out it makes a big difference. Uh, I had, you know, some of the other guys that some of the mentality guys were riding it and had ridden it in the Omnium mm -hmm. and went about 30 seconds faster with about the same power. Uh, so yeah, it was way faster. it's, it's way faster. Okay. You're talking about when it was done in the stampede versus right. the audience. Yes. So this is, so it's for to back be, up yeah. for folks who didn't do any of those races, because I know for a fact that there are folks who have not done, didn't do the Omnium aren't doing the stampede. Yes. So for the Omnium, we started without the TT, the individual TT module. So you had to sprint up, you had to go like fast for the stampede that James has now shifted into. It did use that. So it spat you out. So you were going a little faster when you started. Yeah, I think the I think that's that shoots you out at like 30k an hour, somewhere in there. Something like that. Well, and I think the other thing is it doesn't like the start isn't at the line. So it's actually technically a little shorter. Yeah, yeah there's um, a there's a difference in the start point as well yeah okay so you kind of you kind of roll up you get to accelerate into the actual start of the race you know it says i can't remember what the exact tt thing says but it says something like approaching start line then it says yeah go. yeah so but this is a new like this distance isn't a common thing or that like locate for so this is a, a thing that is being kind of yeah so just for this. some some reference points in the stampede we did this like two weeks ago the a's were between 353 and 414 in my race anyway mm -hmm. the b's were um, from brent give times what? sorry that's the time oh three that's minutes time. and 53 seconds okay. or four minutes and 14 seconds Thank in you. the a's 
the bees were between three minutes 48 seconds and four minutes and 27 seconds the c's were between four minutes and 13 seconds and four minutes 45 seconds and the d's were 455 to five okay. minutes six seconds so yeah all right that's what you're looking at for um how long is it going to take you to get through that 3k so this is like running a 1500 <laughs> Sure. <laughs> okay, for 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 non-runners or as Chris said, runners are only folks who haven't gotten injured yet. No, psych yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyclists who haven't gotten injured. Yeah. 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 So so we talk about pacing. You pace this. There's a way to, yeah. to pace this. How do oh, you you pace anything? Um so yeah. I would say if you've got no absolutely no idea, start with your five minute power and add a little bit. If you're add you a know, little bit to your watts or yeah, watts so pick your watts from your five minute power. Yeah. Um, if you yeah, I mean, look at those times. If you're if you're in a category where you're going to be under five minutes, add a little bit. If you're going to be under if, if you're going to be over five minutes, subtract a little bit from your power and yeah, start there, do that for a couple minutes and see where you are. Yeah. And if you're uh, like me, you'll, you'll get to about <laughs> four minutes in, you'll drop, you'll drop down to basically your, your like 10 minute power for a little bit. And then you'll uh, see the line and you'll, you'll kick hard again. <laughs> That's uh, I po I posted my uh, power graph from when we did this in the yeah, Omnium, yeah. and it looks just like that. I started yeah. out way too fast, uh, died, and then yeah, it said, "Ah, well, that's the end." I, yeah, nothing can't save anything, and off I went. You posted this after I posted mine, and I think mine was relatively stable, probably like a slight decline throughout, which is normal. Yeah. Yeah, and I maybe kicked it up a bit at the end because then I beat Sean by like 0 0.085 seconds or some very silly small. Number. As I was sprinting to chase her down. Yep. Yes. Sprinting. Sprinting, sprinting at like after. five or six hundred watts. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So so this is just this one's just a killer. It's short. It's 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 a killer. Um, because of my connection failure last week, I'm likely to do this twice. So I'm going to do this in the morning and then I'll do it in the evening and I will figure out if my pacing is better at night. I don't know. Probably won't be, but we'll see. When Craig says, if you have no idea, if you have an idea, go look at your power curve and Zwift power. Yeah. Yep. Look up the four minute line, aim for that. Maybe add 10 Watts. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, it, it, it all depends on, yeah. What category you're in, what your expected finish time is for your, watts per kilo watts and watts per kilogram it's uh, you try and figure out what your expected time is and then match that to your power curve and to to shortcut for folks who don't think about this very often or are doing the series and here is this kind of a new race bike choice tt with full arrow yes. fastest tt bike in your stable plus the fullest arrow wheels as far as i know fastest and put on the arrow helmet because it's fun just do it. It's great. <laughs> Looks good. As far as I know, the fastest TT bike in the game at this point is the Canyon Speedmax. Canyon Speedmax, bunch of letters. Yeah, and all bubble, bubble, bubble. Yeah. 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 So buy that if Although, you haven't. 
I'll be fair. I always ride the felt IA with the uh, disc, the rainbow disc, because um, it's what you wish I, you could ride I, in real life. I, yep, hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. I used to ride as ride as with B sixteen, and I always wanted as with IA, <laughs> and like the rainbow wheels just look so much cooler than the DT Swiss thing with the stupid red logo. So Brent, they totally do, and I also just got the uh, rainbow discs for pride month and for me that's actually a really big deal i did my only i will probably do more of the pride rides and if i actually get my shit together i might actually try to lead one of the pride rides but i got my rainbow discs and in the first pride ride i did where i got the very cool socks they're really cool and the kit i wore i did i equipped the rainbow discs because they're awesome. Just just like we always suggest uh, <laughs> riding on the Pinktron, I think uh, anytime you're going full arrow during June, you've got to be where, uh, equipping those rainbow just discs. Just do the rainbow discs. If it's you're fun. level 45. Yeah. Yes. If you're level 45, which, <laughs> yeah, you'll get there eventually. It'll take you all a bit, but don't worry. Yeah. It's a video it's game. True. Levels That's are right. fun with video games. I pretty much never like if I ride pink trogs, it's a race, but like anything else, I'm on the rainbow disc and some bike all the time. I don't <laughs> even care. Uh, all right. All right. I think I that's, think that's all the races. Yep. And now Good we times. have around the horn because we need to talk more. Yeah. Cause we're, we're already at about an hour. So let's add some more. Yes uh what was it so the around the horn was going to be some combination of why do you continue racing on zwift over the summer when okay i will say northern hemisphere summer when the weather is generally nice and people go outside and also kind of how do you use zwift to achieve other goals that might not be zwift only goals and I will say, just to totally needle James, just because it's fun, do you race inside on Zwift to help your IRL in real life performance? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I can say for me anyway, I, I mean, I used to train inside even in the summer a bit before I was really into Zwift. There's a number of things. Number one, it's way more efficient i don't i mean i don't know where everybody lives but if i want to go try and do a workout outside then by the time i get my tires pumped up and make sure i have my repair kit and put on your sunscreen sunscreen uh, sunscreen, all my nutrition and everything ready (laughs) and then i get like out of town beyond all the lights and everything then i can like start my workout (laughs) and then and then you know you yeah, definitely there's trees and cars and hills that are in the wrong spot for whatever you're trying to do for your work animals that you're trying not to run over brent how are you there's trees in the road <laughs> yes some spots for sure yeah <laughs> like like branches hanging out into the road okay. yeah like into the like shoulder area where i'm trying to ride so i don't get hit by some dude in a big jacked up f-350 i mean to be quite fair sean we have that too there are people when we get out into the the country areas of yolo county there's big old trucks oh, yeah. and also olive trees that are hanging branches into the road. I've, I've definitely like gotten coal rolled several times. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. So, so, so yes. 
Swift. So that's that's one of the reasons why I keep doing indoor stuff because you can do way more work in an hour on Swift than you can do on an hour on the road mm-hmm. every yeah. day, 100%. So that's why I keep doing it. It's fun. I chat with my peeps like you guys and like Brian O'Connor was like, hey guys, I'm doing Bullseye this week. Jumped on. Brian had a great chat and we smashed living crap out of each other. It's lots of fun. <laughs> um, so that's why I keep doing the summer. And that helps. Wow. Like I like to ride bikes outside too, but I ride a lot more mountain bikes. So for me, like I can then go and ride a mountain bike up in the hills for two, three hours. And I don't feel like I'm going to be unable to walk the next day. So that's, that's for me. And I think that's give or take for most people, but yes. Yeah. So for me, racing is fun. Um, I honestly, this is, this is a video game. It's a video game with a fitness and training aspect, but it's fun. So yeah, for for me, like that's the reason I'm still racing in the summer. Um, last year I did too much Zwift racing and was too focused (laughs) on stuff. And this is where, and James gets mad at me sometimes. (laughs) Um, so yeah, like the, the racing I do on a bicycle in the real world is on a BMX bike and that's a 30 second effort and doing 15 minute and 20 minute repeat or threshold repeats does not help. It actually hinders you in, in that kind of effort. So yeah, that's one I've actually deliberately stopped doing uh, coming leading into my BMX season. And I'm actually, I'm really feeling a difference between this year and last year already. So yeah, that's, that's that. So what are you, what would you race if you're more interested in, like, are you, are you, so you're still racing on Zwift, yes? Yeah, a bit. Um, a are lot you mostly less. focusing on Bullseye? Um, so I was, then Wednesday got complicated. Um, yeah. Oh, life is a thing. Yeah. yeah life, Other... Life's a thing. Yeah. So, so life's a thing. So I'm not really doing any series right now. Um, I, I did, I did a few weeks of the mad Monday just cause that was fun. And then, yeah, yeah I'm, Different I'm now, format. I'm now spending four hours on the BMX track on Monday night. So that's, nice. yeah. So not quite four, but yeah. So two of that is coaching and then right. Right. then taking a clinic and yeah. So um, yeah, it's uh, I, I'm, I want to pick up something and do it more regularly, but I, I'm trying, I, I haven't settled on something yet. But you're testing out things and you've got your BMX, you know, outdoor yep. riding and Zwift riding. And that's the thing. So for anyone who's thinking about what their priorities are over the summer, there are still races happening on Zwift and there are series happening on Zwift. Obviously the um, uh, herd puts on quite a lot of things. And the, so Liz Van Howling posted this for any women listening who are in the Zwift ladies only group. She posted on the Zimunike, a, a thing about racing over the summer and kind of how that changes. There are smaller fields, there are different kind of races, there might not be as many series going on, but she did com- fully shout out the series and series in that. And I think HSRL as well. So Herd will still have series going. 
And so looking at that kind of stuff, you can plan a little bit for the races you're trying to do. And the other thing she mentioned in there that's actually kind of fun is racing when you're doing it with CRL or doing it for a whole series, you kind of get a bit settled into the types of tactics you're doing. If over the summer, you're just kind of picking and choosing races a little bit more randomly, you can have a little bit more fun with it. Try out tactics that you haven't tried before. Try out a bike choice that's weird. That's something you haven't tried before. Mess with it. Do fun things. Race up. Do things that like don't matter as much to you because over the summer, there's fewer people. There's maybe more interesting things going on or maybe not. Maybe you have more free time. Maybe you don't. Try weird things. Ride because, 100K on a Buffalo bike. Yeah, like a, like a dumbass, which some of us are dumbasses. So we're going to yeah. do that. Join us. It'll be fun. We'll probably go slower than you think we might. So if you want to join us, we will be there. We're going to be drinking beer. It's cool. Uh, and, and I mean, so on that, I mean, I think I've talked about it seven times on the Pinktron already. But uh, yeah, it, what you said about you know, try something different in the mad monday i yes i did an attack from successfully way <laughs> further than i would normally try actually can we can we tell the story or yeah go ahead <laughs> um but yeah, yeah no and it's it's not something i'd normally do i tried it it worked but like i said it, it was fun It'll give you potentially more confidence in trying sort of antics, figuring out how Zwift as a video game works, potentially. And yeah, that, it's uh, so this is this is one of the things when Lauren first started racing, uh, she really cared about every race she was in. And uh, it turns out that the way that you learn is not in the races that you care. Nope. Usually it's not in the races that you care. It's in the races where you try shit. Yep. Yep. Um, and like, I think yeah. that, that, yeah, you, you get some, you get some benefit from that. Uh, personally, I have some outdoor goals that, that I want to build toward throughout, uh, throughout the summer that, that happen at the end of the summer. So Lauren and I are racing or well, riding, riding. Right, well, you know, we'll see how, <laughs> we'll see how fit we are when we get there. Yeah. Uh, riding a, uh, Fondo in, uh, early September. And then there's actually a road race in late August that I might, uh, try and jump into that is, uh, 20 miles. It's, it's on our normal route. It goes over Cantaloupe. Oh. Um, the winter's road race um that you know if i'm already building toward uh early september i'll be in good shape for um and so the things that we've been trying to do are actually being able to put in efforts late into a long ride so you know we've mentioned it several times racing uh, on on the Saturdays at least, and I'm not sure about the other days because I haven't looked. But the uh, Climbers Gambit and uh, HSRL are back to back. So last week we raced both, uh, and you know by halfway through the HSRL, which was one of the longer HSRL rides, I was definitely like 
should I message the people that I'm with that I'm like two and a half hours into a ride and they should like slow down because I'm definitely not going to beat them? Oh, um, I did that early on and they were like, oh, what a flex. And I'm like, no, it's not a flex. It's me literally admitting to the fact that I'm adult. Like I'm an idiot. This isn't a flex. Like I'm not going to beat you. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, I'm sure. I, I did I, I made the I made the group through the first lap and then uh, I'm pretty sure I finished second to last on this after that second lap because everyone just kept yep. riding away from me and it was um, and I've actually been doing a similar thing on the uh, on the outdoor group rides just doing an hour beforehand and then joining the like two hour group ride to keep do, getting efforts in two to three hours into the ride um, and you know have the ability to grow that throughout the summer. And that's my, my plan is just kind of like looking for, and, and one of the ways to do that is actually just look for races that, you know, the, the climbers gambit and HSRLs work. But uh, I'm, if, if I'm not doing climbers gambit tomorrow, I might do some other race before I race HSRL tomorrow. Yep. And it's to go back to, um, oh gosh, Brent's, Brent was making a point about, and I literally just completely lost my train of thought on the point Brent was making earlier, but. The efficiency stuff? Yes. So the thing is that, good job, Brent. Thank you very much. So the thing about Zwift racing is that if you need to train a lot, but you have a lot of other things going on in your life, even if you're training to do an outdoor thing, you need to mix it up. It can help a lot to mix it up. You can be on Zwift. It can be efficient for the time that you actually needed to fit in in your life. And then you can work on that stuff outside as well. And so it's prioritization. I know that I have multiple different, like it's not exactly gig economy, but I have multiple different jobs that have different sorts of things that I need to do. And so actually getting work done and good aerobic, good workouts done on Zwift is way more efficient than me trying to get on my bike at like five in the morning. And this also applies over the summer or over the winter, depending on where you are in the world for inclement weather. Like Sean and I were going to try and do an outdoor ride last night, but it wasn't quite as hot yesterday as it was today but it was still hot enough that that's not a thing that I'm interested in doing because the stress that that would put on my body is too much so instead I woke up early enough to do a workout on Swift and to get in a decent block of sweet spot training which I know is really important for my other goals so that's the thing and it's the it's being the, on Swift yeah. is still good it's the type of workout she hates the most I hate sweet spot so much I hate it which means it's probably good for her to do. Yep. Yep. And it's so, also good for me to do for with as as little of barriers as possible. So I if I just have to be in my own house and trying to finish it before I need to go to work, that's going to be way easier than for me to try and do that outside. And it would be good for me to get power pedals and do some of that outside occasionally. But I have too much else to do. I get too stressed out. So being able to do it on Zwift, the efficiency that Brent was talking about is actually really important for my life. And I know for other people on Zwift for a variety of reasons, family, work, otherwise, whether Zwift is great for that. So I'm going I'm, I'm to do what everybody always hates. And I, I'm going to take this back to running again. 
um, so I used to have access to a really awesome 200 meter indoor track. Um, and Jealous. oh, it, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and anytime year round, I wanted a super controlled workout. I'd go there at off hours yeah. and just run. And, you know, I, I, I knew in what lane, what 200, what lap split time was what speed. And I just go and go and go for a long period of time. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it, that is what Zwift is. Like I, I could go do a tempo run outside and sometimes a tempo run outside or even an interval workout outside is important because mm -hmm. you're, you're doing different things. You're, you're going up hills, you're going down hills and all of that. But when you really want to narrow in on, I want to do this. Yeah. For running, that was, it's that, that track. Tr the track, yeah. the track work and Zwift, I think is a really, really good analog to running track work. Yeah. I mean, three out of the four people here have run competitively. So yeah, we're <laughs> only one of you're giving me a lot of I don't know. Maybe you're talking about Sean, but I, I, I think you're giving me a little more uh, credit. You've, for I, no, no, no. You've done tries. You're Three out of the play. four of you have run competitively and yes. one out of the four of us is smart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yes, will Craig. say if anyone is planning to do like big outdoor stuff, do, do, do go ride your bike outside. It is yes. different. There are things like, yep. In, in like yes. the way your back and shoulder muscles will feel from like your bike yes. bouncing around and, and the difference of like getting out of the saddle and feeling it move side to side, depending on what your Swift setup is like, do go ride outside. But if your hands go numb, your feet go numb, any of that stuff, it'll be somewhat different outside. Your yeah. bike handling skills will be different. I know that. And if anybody wants <laughs> to have a longer conversation, please feel free to DM me because this is going to be a thing that I'm going to be dealing with because my bike skills outside are garbage and I need to work on them because I have to not be the person holding my group back when I meet actual herd folks in September in real life. I don't want to be the one messing stuff up. And like, I know that because my fitness is going to well outstrip my outdoor bike skills. And yeah, it's going to be silly. My, my prediction of what's going to happen is that you are going to be uh, getting dropped on every descent and then dropping everyone every time it goes uphill. Except with Aaron, because Aaron also breaks a lot on hills. So Aaron and I will be together on the hills down the descents breaking and then. Uh, but this works out great for me because <laughs> it is the, like, it's a mostly uphill uh, course. Mm -hmm. It's the only way that I'm ever going to make time on these people is by like, getting away from them on the descents because it's all uh like the group that is going is a bunch of very strong herd ladies and it's all other women and actually. me who they're just gonna ride away from me every time the road tilts up humility is also a fine quality yeah <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm i, I just I'm like you know I'll see, I'll see you guys in half an hour. <laughs> Good. So yeah, there will still be people on Zwift. If you want buddies on Zwift, if you want someone to race with you, you've got a lot of folks who yeah. will. Like if you listen to the conversations, which I highly recommend, it's a great conversation. 
the herd tries to be welcoming for all levels, all abilities. And there are definitely people who you could look at their Zwift power and be like, oh, that person's way out of my league. But if they're in their, the herd, that doesn't mean that they're not willing to ride with you in a variety of different ways. And so ask. If you have questions that you think are dumb, ask because someone will be there and they will remember when they were in the same spot as you. And Corey definitely talked about this on Traversations. We remember and we can still help. I think the only thing I'd say, like, especially, I mean, one, don't feel guilty if you're riding inside and the weather's good. I mean, that's dumb. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that people get that, like, oh, the weather's good. I can't believe I'm riding inside. <laughs> don't worry about all that. Do whatever yeah. feels good. Yep. But the other thing I would I would just say is, like, don't get so hung up on, like, racing a full series. Like, just drop into a race because yep. it's fun and you want to do something. Like, you don't have to do the whole series or the whole I'm pretty you know, sure the only whatever. series I've ever yep. done, the like, even most of the series are the ZRLs. And I don't think I've ever done every race in any of those. Honestly, the only reason I race all of the ZRLs is because I feel obligated to my team because I care about them as people, because I really liked my team. So I wanted to race with them and they were helping me improve. I'm also racing all the climbers gambits because I've made that a personal goal for myself. But otherwise, like, yeah, there's races all the time. Herd has races, but there are also different types of races. Do yep, whatever. They're not as good as herd races. No, but we got backwards caps, Lauren. Yeah. Oh, I'm Finally. so jealous of your damn backwards caps. <laughs> <laughs> it took forever, and I didn't actually officially complain, but lots of complaining. I didn't complain. Except you it was didn't. That... You just got them. Yep. But you actually raced that, so it makes more sense that you did. <laughs> All right. I think with that, it is time. I'm yeah. seeing uh, the time of my clock. It is time to wrap her up. I think people had enough of our voices for one evening or afternoon or morning. I hope so. So uh, thank you to Craig. Thank you to Sean. Thank you to Lauren. Get out, do a pride ride. Get yourself some cool socks. Race the HSRL and all the other herd races when you think so, when it's fun. And have a great night, everybody. And maybe next time we'll only do one around the horn.